Hey, this is Stephanie Suber with Oasis Church in Round Rock, Texas, and you're listening to the Destiny Leaders Podcast. Welcome to the Destiny Leaders Podcast, where we are dedicated to developing the leader in you. This is Jared Moss of Destiny Ministries, and you're listening to the Destiny Leaders Podcast, and we are uh, so excited to continue our conference uh, special, I don't really know what to call it, a special conference edition uh, of podcasts where we're interviewing several leaders in our Destiny family and uh, talking about life, leadership, where they're at, what they're doing. And I'm so excited today to be chatting with Caleb Rivera. Now, uh, Caleb, we are so glad to have you here. Uh, Thanks for being on the podcast today. Yeah, man, it's good to be here. It's been a long drive here uh, to West Monroe, but it's exciting, man. So you're coming from Victoria, Texas, right? Yes, sir. Which seems like it's the furthest place away from here. How how far away is it from West Uh, Monroe? I I think it's about like uh, seven or eight hours. Oh, that's not seven or eight hours. Yeah, first, well, that's long for me. (laughs) I'm used I'm used to going to San Antonio or Houston or Austin. It's like two hours, two hours max usually. So. You guys are like the crossroads of Texas, right? You can get to any of those big cities within a couple hours, right? Yes, that's the best way to explain it. Victoria, Texas is known as the crossroads. Yeah. So we're two hours away from Houston, two hours away from Austin, two hours away from San Antonio. Yeah. So, yeah. That's awesome, man. I remember I came to Victoria, Texas, actually, to come to your guys' church. uh, Oh, really? When I interned with Dr. Brassfield. Shoot, it's been six, seven years ago. It's crazy Mm -hmm. how fast time goes by. Um, And uh, I remember that was a long drive. Because it was really cool because we had to load up with your dad and go to some uh, hole-in-the-wall restaurant next to the ocean. And they dumped a pile of crab legs on the table. Do you know what the place is? I don't yeah, know what it it's is. Uh, Boiling Pot in Rockport. That's it. Yes. Yeah, that's oh, my was, goodness. Yeah. I, like, I have dreams about that place. It was so good. Yeah. I, I loved it. But, um, but y'all's church was awesome. So correct me if I'm wrong, you're serving at Covenant Life Center, right? Yes, sir. Covenant Life Center and uh, in Victoria, Texas. And um, your father's the pastor, right, mm. and planted the church, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. So how long have you guys uh, been in operation as a church? Uh, so we're just over 10 years old. Um, we actually, um, my, my, my father, um, and our family, we started the church in our living room with about four people, Wow. um, grew from four people to about 20 or so, uh-huh. just doing prayer, honestly, yeah. in our house on yeah. Wednesday nights. And then we moved to a hotel conference room yeah. about a year or so later. And then from there, uh, grew, t- uh, grew to where we couldn't hold the people in the conference room and then. We Come moved on. to a warehouse about a year or so later after that. That's where I came in. Yes. I went to the warehouse. A warehouse. So I was like, what is this place? Open the door. Oh, there's a church in here. <laughs> yeah, so right now we have about 400 members. Oh We're my growing. Goodness, I mean, man. God just blessed us, honestly. And uh, we just closed and paid off and purchased. Uh, a piece of property that we're fixing to build. Wow. So we're in the early phases of building our next church building. And yeah. uh, we're really excited about the future, man, honestly. Come on, man. So, yeah. Dude, that is so awesome. So when do y'all expect to maybe uh, transition into that building and uh, whatnot? Yeah, so uh, we've already cleared off um, the property okay. and uh, got a number of different things done. Mm-hmm. Um, right now we're talking to different architects yeah. uh, to get the blueprints finalized yeah. because before we can level out the property, right. we already got it cleared off, but before we can level it, put the building pad out there, yeah. uh, we have to be sure that we get the blueprints just right, right and we're talking to different people sure. right now. So nice. prayers appreciated so for cool. that step. Yeah. Man, you got them. So, so what you're telling me is you don't want to stay in the warehouse forever? No. So <laughs> the warehouse has been good to us. I mean, you should have seen it. I mean, it was 
it was like when we moved into there, it, w- it was probably the least ideal location for a church. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing to see what God's been able to do at our location. But we if I, re- that if place. I remember, I felt like it was kind of tucked off yes. from the street. It's kind of tucked back there yes. uh, out of eyesight. So you kind of almost have to know where you're going or be invited or, you know, you guys have signs out and stuff. And yes. That kind of thing. Well, we have signs out to direct people. Whenever we okay, first started, sure. we didn't really have much of anything, you know? Really? Okay. Um, but. Um, you know, it was so like we had no flooring. It was just concrete uh-huh. floors, no paint on the walls. When we first moved in there, we literally just we didn't prepare a whole bunch of form. We just yeah. started having church. I'm telling you. Wow. And dude. people, it was so cold sometimes. I mean, so hot sometimes. Where people were bringing their ice chest to church, but people came. Oh man. <laughs> oh, my but um, honestly, man, we've done a lot of stuff um, since then, and yeah. God's just blessed us. Honestly. Bro, so going to 400 in that warehouse, and yeah. you guys. So so nowadays you got Ark, you've got North American Missions yeah. Board, you got all these church plans. You know, we'll give you $50,000, go through our program, yeah. we'll fund you, we'll plant you. You guys didn't have any of that. No. Y'all just started praying in your living room. Yeah. And so now you're at 400 in this warehouse, you're about to grow yeah. over 10 years. So, like, what I think that's awesome is, man, yeah, you guys may have not started with the numbers and the facility and all that, yeah. but you started with a burden and a dream, and the Lord's blessed it. And you probably got a good degree of church health at this point, over a yes. decade of building relationships in the small things. So, man, we're pumped about the next season for you guys. That's awesome. Yes, sir. And that's one thing, you know, like you said, I mean, honestly, there's so many opportunities now, uh-huh. and there's so many great networks to be a part of yeah. to launch a church oh, and course. just to have people behind you yeah. and stuff like that. But, honestly, we just bare bones. We just felt the call Come of God on, so dude. strong. God spoke to us, and we said, okay, we're just going to go ahead and yeah. do it. Yeah. Starting off with prayer, because yeah. you know his house was supposed to be house of prayer. That's right, man. So that's what we started um, doing, man. Honestly, man. but better yeah. to have that and not the funding than to have the funding and not that. Yeah, what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. So what do you do at Covenant Life Center? You're, as far as I know, so everybody's listening. I'm pretty sure you're a first year DLI student. Is that correct? Or you just yeah. finished? So first year, I, yeah, so I I just finished my first year of DLI, and mm-hmm. it's been incredible. Okay. Learned a, a lot of uh, things that I hold. Uh, on for the rest of my life but yeah so I currently serve um, and that's one of the reasons I chose DLI uh, is because you know I served in my church served in my church for years and years and years yeah man Um, but I've been student pastor um, for about two to three years now yeah okay Um, so what DLI gives me the ability the ability to do Mm -hmm. is serve in my church at the capacity that I do it yeah and also take online courses right. at the same time, educate myself, yeah. Yeah. Um, and just create a strong foundation uh, for my future. So that's, that's one awesome, reason man. I chose DLI. But yeah, I've served there um, as student pastor for about okay. three or four years. Man, I love it so much. So you're about three or four years into serving as a student pastor. So you're working with, what, let's say, grades 7 through 12? or Yeah, so it's actually, yeah, so it's 6th grade through 12th grade okay. right now. Yeah. Um, and that's how we have it set up. And we have... A student ministry yeah. area, yeah, um, and we gather every single Wednesday night. Every Wednesday, and we night. have different things that go on on yeah. um, Wednesday nights. Like, sure, um, every first Wednesday night of every month, we yeah. have a night one. That's what we that's what we call it, right? Where it's full on focused on games, fellowship, prizes, right? Uh, and students come in, doors open up early, and it's we so just have cool, a great time. Man. And then other Wednesday nights, um, we get into the worship, and then we get into the word, have sermon series, and hang come out on, afterward dude. and play games. Um, in the middle as well. So that's what we have going on as well as different events. That's but yeah, awesome, that's bro. one of my main responsibilities and roles, um, yeah. being a PK Come on. Um, and being on staff at my church. Of course, there's a number of different responsibilities yeah. and hats that I wear sometimes. Yes. 
but honestly, man, I'm just happy to serve wherever I'm needed. And I just love church. And, I love it, yeah. dude. I love it, man. I think it's interesting. Anytime you talk to a church staff member, almost any staff position, but especially I think youth pastors, they'll always say something to the effect of, yeah, I work with youth and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, pretty much. And then they'll say something to the tune of whatever needs to be done. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of what I'm hearing. So pretty that's much. cool, man. Awesome. Well, bro, Caleb, uh, how, how old are you? I'm just curious. Yeah. So I'm actually 21. 21. Okay. Yes, sir. Awesome. Excellent. So you've been doing the students for a few years now, mm. uh, 21. What would you say to somebody who has a heart for youth and young adults and that kind of thing? Just one thing. Yeah. Um, honestly, first thing that I would say is what DLI taught me from the beginning and something that I started on at an early age is just get involved, mm -hmm. um, get connected, serve, okay. and get planted. Awesome. Get planted, you know, wow. find a church. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, some people complicate it so much, right. but you just got to serve yes. and be faithful and you love people. You Come love on, people, honestly. And uh, talk to your student pastor, you know, and ask them, hey, what can I help out with? So good. How can I be involved? You know, where can I serve? Right. You know, what can I do to lift the burden off of your shoulders? Yeah. Honestly, just serve, on, you know? And that's something that my dad instilled into me at a young age is, Caleb, you serve, you just love people. Right. And God is the one that will open up the right. doors. You honor people. Yeah. I've always heard someone say it like this, you know, honor, honor is the currency of elevation. It's so good. So no matter where you serve at in your church, whether wow. you're a student leader a student helper, maybe you're currently a student in high school and you want to get involved more in student ministry, yeah. don't wait until after you graduate. Get started and get involved now, you know, wherever that may be, and it's all important. That's awesome, man. Dude, I love that. So say that one more time. Honor is the currency of elevation. elevation. Oh, yeah. my goodness, that's good. Yeah. That is going to be on an Instagram graphic on the <laughs> Destiny uh, Instagram feed before you know it, before this podcast even airs probably. So. Man, Caleb, three questions, man. Three leadership questions yeah. we're asking everybody at the conference. Number one, what are you reading or listening to or studying right now? Uh, currently, I'm reading. Um, I just bought it about a couple weeks ago. Is uh, Jensen Franklin's um, Study Legacy Bible. Um, it's a new King James Bible. Mm -hmm. um, it's packed with uh, commentaries from Jensen Franklin, um, articles, and lessons. Um, and I'm doing that as well as listening to a number of different podcasts. Uh, such as the Destiny podcast, which yeah. has been incredible. Yeah. And uh, wow. there's some great content on there that a lot of people can grow and, and get stuff out of it. Um, listening to different podcasts such as Craig Rochelle mm -hmm. um, on leadership and um, preaching with H.B. Charles Jr. Um, and I'm also getting ready to start my second year uh -huh. of DLI. And if I'm being Come honest, on, if I'm being honest, Jared, like I've honestly, like be, being like a, a disciplined reader has always been tough for me. Yeah, sure. I'm like, my dad gave me a book one time, and the book was called Unfinished. I was like, Dad, this book is so fitting to, like, how I've, I've never really finished and the book. And it will make a here. great coffee cup coaster. Yeah, like, I'll, I'll get started reading books, but I won't finish completely. But that's yeah. one thing DLI's helped me out with is, like, completing yeah, books, dude. finishing what I start, not just, you know, overviewing it or getting halfway yeah. through it. Um, but I think it's important to always just continue to feed yourself, wow. your spirit, your soul yeah. on, a on a daily basis. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's one thing that... Uh, I'm trying to constantly That's do, awesome, you know? man. All right, so preaching with H.B. Charles, you said? Yes. I never heard of that. Oh, man, I, I really like it. Um, he gives a lot of practical uh -huh. uh, tips when it comes to preaching, yeah. how to preach, what to preach, uh, even, you know, when to preach, and just when it comes to sermon preparation. And honestly, I would encourage someone to check it out and yeah. see what you think about it. Um, there's be. there's a number of different podcasts, and H.B. Uh, Charles Jr. is a great 
a communicator and talks a lot about expository preaching. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's something I've been listening to and I, I really enjoy. Dude, that's so cool, man. Awesome. I love it. All right. All right. Second question, Caleb. How are you? Well, I'll, t- I'll tweet this a little bit. We're saying, we're asking people that are like the same married with kids, how are you leading your family right now? Yeah. Um, you don't really have like a immediate family to lead if I understand you're not married or have yeah. kids yet. So um, I- I'll-, I'll put a spin on it. I'll say this. How are you leading yourself right now? How are you leading yourself yeah. right now? Um, I'm trying my best to just lead as example. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard John Maxwell say it, mm-hmm. and I've read it from his book. Um, you know, being a leader isn't a position or a title, mm-hmm. uh, but it's leading by action yeah. and it's leading by example. Come on, man. So I look around me and I see the people that are underneath my leadership when it comes to the students. Yeah, dude. And when it comes to my little brother, because I got a little brother, he's yeah. just about to turn 11. Yeah. He's actually stepping into our student ministry right Come now. On, and it man. just blows my mind because I'm just, wow. I'm thinking to myself, like my, my, li- my little brother, yeah. it's about to be one of my, one of my students that yeah. I'm, I'm over as a student pastor. Um, so if I can, I can try to fool everybody else, but I can't fool or fake it to my little brother whenever <laughs> yeah, I preach knows. or whenever I serve yeah. in church. So just like that, that for me is just like major when it comes yeah. to just being the right example, yeah. you know what I mean? And, and, and just loving people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and honestly, like I said, just leading by example. And what I try to do okay. is just, you know, the, the, the basic things I think everybody should do, yeah. uh, which is, you know, read the word of God. Yeah. Pray, yeah. you know, pray in the spirit. Come on, man. Um, just continue to serve. Don't think too highly of yourself. Yeah. Continue to have a humble uh-huh. and, and a meek spirit, and yeah. just uh, love people, man, and love God. Keep that relationship with God. And Jake, my dad's told told me this before. He said, Caleb, more than anything, the number one reason that you're paid uh-huh. at this church is to put a priority yeah. on your relationship with God because right. when your vertical relationship with God prospers, uh-huh. your horizontal relationships will prosper in yeah. life. Just prayer, reading the Bible, um, and fasting, man. Just those basic wow. things that there we need is. to do to keep ourselves in line and in check and have an accountability too. Yeah. My dad, that's one last thing I'll say, um, just when it comes to being, being a leader myself, is just like making sure that I have someone who can speak into my life yeah. where they're being honest and real and raw, where they want the best for me when it right. comes to the things of God and the will of God, and, and someone that will just tell me as it is, you yeah. know, because right. I don't want to step out of right. a covering. You know right. what I mean? No, definitely, man. I get it 100%. Man, that is, that is fantastic, man. I love it. So the third and final leadership question is, what habits do you try to practice daily and why? Um, I mentioned it in the last question is just praying mm-hmm. um, and reading the Word of God. Um, and I, I like reading other books out there. I like reading a lot of different sure. commentaries and yeah. stuff. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Um, but I, I always encourage the students, like, don't ever stray away from Come the Bible on, and what comes for, when it comes to the Scriptures, too, because there's a lot of books that can inform you, yeah. but there's only one true book that can trans- transform Come you on. in your life. I always tell them that. Yeah, um, but when it comes to reading the Bible, when it comes to praying, I have to do that every day. I can tell if Come I on, haven't man. done it every day. You know what I mean? I mean <laughs> yeah, like, no, I can, I, like Some days I go through the day, I'm like, okay. It's like you have an I need, I, need, like, I need to press pause. I need to do it. It's yeah. good for me. Come on. Um, and it's good for those around me yeah. as well. Um, working out. Um, and eating healthy is something that I'm trying to do as best I can on a regular basis. You got to yeah. take your temple. You only get one. Come on. Right? That's true, man. Um, and then also, this is another thing, mm-hmm. um, is continual uh, business education. Um, you know, I believe in having multiple streams of income. Yeah. And not yeah. just solely relying on the church. Um, 
you know, obviously trusting God, obviously, For but sure. just like God, you know, what other way can I make a living or provide support for me and my family? Where sure. can I grow? Because right now we live in the golden age of technology and right. opportunities. Yeah. And there's so many great business books out there yeah. and other ways yeah. uh, to get streams in income. And also I think this is one of the most important ones too is uh, spending time with my family, mm-hmm. uh, coming from a pastor's family. Um, you know, life can be really fast paced. Yeah. You know, people always say, Caleb, like you and your family are like the fastest eaters that I've ever known because yeah, like a lot yeah. of times, you know, we pick up something, we're on the go, we got to go to the church, we got to go to this yeah. event, we got to go here and there. And there's lots of different things because even my sister, so I come from family, I don't think I mentioned this earlier, but, um, you know, I got my two parents, uh, Pastor Bob, Pastor Don, and uh-huh. um, then I got three other siblings. I got two sisters and one brother, Haley Allison and uh, Joshua. Yeah. Uh, but I think, you know, one of the things that's kept us together as, as a family is serving in God's house. Yeah. And praying together and mm-hmm. just focusing on our relationship with God. Mm-hmm. But I think it's so important that we be intentional every single day. Right. Um, whenever we can. Whether that yeah. be once yeah. a week, just to press pause and say, hey, family, yeah. we need to come together. We need to go to the movies. We need yeah. to play board games. We need to make dinner. We need to hang up on our phones and we need to hang out yeah, with one another yeah, dude. and just get to know one another, catch up with one yeah. another, see you know how you're doing. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's important to stay um, healthy spiritually, emotionally relationally, uh, physically, and also financially, you know, in all those areas, you got to be healthy right. and stable. And, right. and it's those practical little things that you do, those right. small habits that you build um, that will really create and mold you to who you are. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Man, that is so good. I love it. Um, I like how you said, you know, the main thing, you know, reading the Bible every day. It's, it's funny how simple it really is if we would just stick to it every single day. Uh, I heard a I think it was uh, Damon Thompson, a minister one time, said that maturity is the consistent application of elementary principles. Mm. So it's not like this lofty thought we aspire to. It's like, did you tie your shoes today? Right? Yeah. Did you brush your teeth? Did you comb your hair? Did you make your bed? And in the spirit, that's it's always, did you read your Bible and pray? My pastor, he, he doesn't miss a day. I think he's missed a day reading his Bible in like 20 years. Wow. Something crazy, man. And I asked him one time, I said, how, do you, how are you that consistent? You know, and I read my Bible daily, but like, you know, I'm, yeah, I miss every once in a while, you know, vacation or something. And um, I expected this real spiritual answer. And yeah. he just said, oh, honestly, Jared, <laughs> I just do it. And I was like, for real? He said, yeah. I said, you, you just do it? He's like, just do it. Yeah. He's like, you do what's important to you. He's like, so I do it. I don't miss. I was like. Man, that's I felt that. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah. come on, and, man. And my, and my dad's, you know, my dad's always told me, Caleb, it's really not, it's 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 not so much quantity as much as it is quality time yeah. with God because you can read a whole chapter, yeah. chapters, or a whole book in the Bible, yeah. but you won't get one verse inside of your heart and right. you won't memorize it. So it's hiding the word of God in your heart. The Bible says, you know, God, I've, I've hidden your word in my heart mm-hmm. so that way I do not sin, sin against, against you. you. So and it's good, just like man. your pastor said, you know, it, 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 you got to make time because on, if you man. don't make time, you'll never have I'll never time. have time. And Come some on. students say, hey, you know, I, 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 I don't have reading, time. I've yeah. been reading the Bible. I haven't been doing this. I, I haven't, you know, I just don't have time. It's like, but we'll be on Netflix. We'll yeah, be on dude. social media. Yeah. Like we need to, you know, I've, my dad always said it. This is probably the, the the biggest dad thing I'll say, but it's like my dad always says, man, sometimes people, they're on Facebook all the time, but they need to get off Facebook and get their face it's in, in the, the book. book. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? And, and just do it. Um, and <laughs> I've seen men of God operate um, at such a high level when it comes to 
the gifts of the spirit yeah. or just when it comes to the way that they carry themselves on, and I'll ask them like how do you do it like how do you get there yeah. like, I want to get there I feel I like I do 40 I'll, push-ups but, and I'm, no. just, I'm thinking of like some crazy answer to come back with like some type yeah. of ritual or some secret that only these people know about right. but it's, it's, it's no secret right. the, the secret is really just the secret place yeah. hiding in the so secret good, place man. reading the bible reading the word getting the word of god in your heart and being sensitive to the spirit of yeah, god and fasting you know those yeah. those those things like Simple that so i tell the students things. like hey it's not old-fashioned it, it, it's not not cool yeah i'm telling you it's something that we got to hold on to exactly these man. basic things yeah. that we can apply to our life yeah i teach our interns i say it's real simple guys read and pray every day and you'll always have something to say yeah they're like how do i preach read and pray every day you'll have something to say I think it was Pastor Rick Warren that said one time, I was in a uh, leadership meeting with him, and and then we'll uh, transition on this, but um, he was talking to a pastor, and they were doing an anonymous Q&A. So it was a room full of pastors, right? It was a pastor's conference. One of the pastors submitted an anonymous question and said, I'm having trouble finding stuff to preach about. I just never feel like I have anything to preach about. And how do I find things to preach about? And uh, the pastor that was interviewing Pastor Rick Warren said, "Uh, what would you answer that? Pastor Rick Warren said, yeah, um, I've, I'm glad this is anonymous because I can tell that pastor the truth. The truth is they're not having their quiet time with the Lord. They're not reading their Bible. And it's like, I was if the room was like quiet, he said, man, if they were in the word, there's plenty of stuff to talk yeah. about. When you come face to face with Jesus in his word, like you're going to come away with something that you yeah. want, you know? So yeah, I love that, man. So here's a curveball question. Are you a sports fan? Um, if I'm being honest, my, okay. little, my little brother knows more about sports than I do. I honestly don't really keep up with it. You keep up with too the NBA. Much. You keep up with the NBA. I, I watch it every once in a while. All right. Uh, watch the finals. <laughs> it's okay if not. I've, um, I've, I've only seen bits and pieces of it, if I'm being honest. That's something that I want to do. I just haven't really gotten into it. So I play a little bit in school, but yeah. when it comes to football. I feel you, bro. Stuff, All yeah. right, so we're going to switch We're going to switch questions. Okay. Ready for this? <laughs> All right. A deep, thoughtful question okay. of the day. Is water wet? Is water wet? I don't want to overthink it. I want to say, yeah, I mean, it's water, right? So it's going to stay wet. But water is, what, liquid. water is what gets stuff wet. So how could water itself be wet? That's the, I'm just playing devil's advocate. Okay, okay. Now, I would say yes, it is wet. You're going to go on liquid. record and say, yes, water is wet. Water is wet. All right, cool. So <laughs> as of today, we've got two water is wet and one water is not wet uh, from... Uh, Pastor Anthony earlier. He said, no, I want to meet, yes. meet the person that said water is not wet. Well, you, you're talking to one right now. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. All fun. right. Hey, man, uh, Caleb, thank you so much for joining us today. Dude, uh, let me just, I, I don't, for, with whatever degree I can speak into you, just want to let you know I recognize God's calling you strongly. You know what I'm saying? It's like the force is strong with this one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but for real, man, I see the anointing on your life, and we're so excited about what the Lord's uh, has you doing and what he's going to have you doing. Yeah. The potential is limitless. So, man, God bless you. Thanks for joining us on the podcast today. And for everybody listening today, uh, thank you for joining us for this special conference edition of the Destiny Leaders podcast. Remember to click subscribe. Give us five stars if you would. It helps us a lot. And uh, check out Destiny Leadership Institute and jump into the stream that uh, Caleb and myself and so many others have been through to take your calling to the next step. Thank uh, you. God bless you, man. Thank you, man. Awesome, dude. Appreciate it. Sweet, bro. Yes, sir. That was awesome. Yeah, man. Thank you, dude. Thank you for listening to the Destiny Leaders Podcast. If this episode has inspired you in any way, we'd love for you to take a moment and subscribe to our podcast. If you'd like a copy of today's notes, visit destinyleaders.com 
forward slash show notes. You can also sign up to have new episodes delivered straight to your inbox when they are released. Join us next time as we continue to develop the leader in you.